0: Thank you for downloading the Flicksters podcast. On this week's episode... Oh, mates, I just don't like it, man. I don't like all this possession shit. because that's, that's what scares me because...
1: Do yourself a favour. If you're a horror fan, then obviously you should have seen it. If you're not a horror fan... And you know what, right? horror movies they they are exciting you know they your bloods. this movie
0: martin scorsese personally included this movie in the top 11 scariest films of all time
1: and devalda i'm not joking right there were so many times right where I, I couldn't get to sleep and it was like three o'clock in the morning man and i was just like oh my gosh this is no 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 like seriously seriously, seriously. there's a um, master we have the energy cubes and we-
0: i will feast on your flesh <laughs> <laughs>
1: That's what it's like. And you know what, man, seriously, I was just so looking forward to it. Let me tell you, right, this week, I was like, okay, right, everyone's going to choose a movie. And let me go back to like, you know, when I was like 12, 13, 14, whatever it was, and think of a movie. So, you know, you, you go into Google and you type in, right, okay, the top 100 scariest movies yeah, yeah, yeah. out of the whole list hellraiser this is no joke hellraiser is like usually in the top 15 yeah of, yeah of like scariest movies so what i did was i um i signed up for shudder have you heard of this uh streaming it, yeah
0: yeah i've heard of it yeah
1: i did a seven day free trial because hellraiser was on that and i thought let me and then there's other stuff on there as well that i can like you know possibly watch and everything so i thought let me just do the seven day free trial and i read the comments uh, people vote obviously and they were saying oh my god this is the scariest movie that I've ever seen like you know the gore and everything like that right and uh, Devaldo I'm not even joking uh, s- seriously the acting is so bad this <laughs> is <Just laughs> the fucking hell <laughs> and you know what they do the film was film, the film is set in England and what they did was they dubbed over all the English po- English people's parts so they become American is it? <laughs> this That's is the- <laughs> oh, not <laughs> It's so oh bad gosh. so you had these two like you know diy men they're coming into the house trying to fit in like something and they like obviously you can see the, like they're cockney geezers and stuff and then they've got this like american accent in there oh it's so bad it's just like honestly i just couldn't believe it so i was like no no i can't speak about this it's not a movie that i got scared of like
0: mm, okay yeah yeah you know yeah, it's okay. just
1: one of those things that when you're a kid you know the Cenobites and like but 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 having said that 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 chatty teeth thing yeah, that is actually quite annoying and scary it's
0: scary and and the the actual uh like makeup design and the sound oh, design i think wicked. is still quite scary but those yeah those things i mean also i mean think of like hell like what else is down there if this is what <laughs> this is the welcome party imagine what else is down there <laughs>
1: I mean, they're going to feast on your soul. I will be, that's it. I will feast on your soul. Oh my gosh, man. But apparently, right, not apparently, there is. There's, there's 11 movies in the franchise.
0: Yeah, there's quite a lot. There's quite a lot. <laughs> Hellraiser 1, 2, uh, Hellraiser uh, uh, 2 is Hellbound, Hellraiser 3. No, Hellraiser 2 is Hell on Earth. Or well, one of them, hell, one uh, of them If gentlemen. it's two or three, Hellbound or Hell on Earth, there's another one. There's Inferno. There's Hellraiser in Space. There's...
1: Bloodbound or something there's, like there's, that.
0: Yeah, Hellraiser 2000. There's, there's, I've, seen a, I've, seen, I've seen a few of them. And there was one recent one that came out about three years ago. Yes. Which actually isn't, is actually not too, too bad. But yeah, Hellraiser is a scary one.
1: All right, yeah. folks. we That has just been an insight of a conversation yeah. that we were having about Hellraiser. <laughs> so listen, um, welcome to the episode. This is a uh, Halloween special for you. And... We are going to be talking about some old school movies, movies that we've seen and that we've kind of think, actually, you know what? These movies were scary as hell when we were kids. So we're going to kind of like speak about them now and, you know... um give them to you so that you can go ahead and watch and, you know, we're going to throw in kind of like, you know, some modern day, um, scary movies as well for you. So, uh, this is it. This is the Halloween special. Hope you're having a great time and, uh, we hope you enjoy the show. So, uh, Devaldo, uh, before we start off with anything horror, let's get down to yep. business and let's speak about our shout outs.
0: Yeah. A couple of shout outs this week. First one goes out to Adele Turner or Adele Turner, I should say. And uh, she's a supporter from the US Oh, And uh, yeah, just shout out to her for always, always following us, giving us shout outs on Instagram, mostly Instagram that she uh, communicates uh, to us with. And uh, I'm pretty sure she's going to be loving some horror films this Halloween too. So Adele, if you're listening, let us know what horror flicks you're going to be watching. If you are, maybe you're <laughs> too scared. I don't know. But do <laughs> let us know. Uh, next shout goes out to king.selani. Mm. Uh, King.Solani actually reached out to us and tried to help us, actually. Uh, she told us about a, a, uh, a service that we can use to try and build our podcast portfolio. So uh, thank you very much for thinking the business mind of King King.Solani. Uh, she, she sells a lot of products, actually, on Instagram and on uh, social media. Uh, to do with you know uh, whether it's skincare whether it's hair products whether it's makeup so if you're looking for any uh, of that go to Salani at instagram and you'll find her products there so yeah thank you very much
1: thank you king uh all right let's get into movie news and um yeah let's speak about this one so this is interesting so we've spoken about the the production house a24 a lot on the show yeah devout a lot of the movies that we really like they come out of a24 right
0: yeah a24 say no more that's (laughs) really their motto because when they when they come out with a film and if their name is attached to it the film is not it's not going to be your 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 sort of general film it could be a bit quirky but guaranteed it's going to be a deep it's going to be a deep film and a good film as well
1: Exactly. So um, Scarlett Johansson is working with A24, right? What are they doing?
0: Yeah, she is. Uh, and just, just to mention a couple of films that A24 have done in the past. They've got Hereditary. I mean, should I say any more? Uh, the Lighthouse, which was uh, Robert Pattinson and Willem Dafoe's uh, sort of crazy film in the Lighthouse. <laughs> crazy. Um, Summer, uh, Uncut Gems, Adam Sandler, A24 yes! as well. Great film. Eighth Grade. I believe that one, that one won uh, some Oscars, I believe. Yep. Moonlight, Ladybird. Yeah, I mean, it comes the night, Ghost Story. There's quite a few. The Witch that had witch uh, as well. your friend on the Taylor Joy. Yes, that's a good film. Ex Machina or Ex Machina, however you want to call it. There's a. Oh, do you know what? I, I could go on and on, but yeah, e twenty four. They are saying that they're gonna they're gonna be producing a new film in conjunction with Apple, uh, called The Bride or just called mm-hmm. Bride. I believe it is. And this is what, bride what, bride of who? Who's the husband here? Well, (laughs) (laughs) believe it or not, the husband is Frankenstein. Oh, shit. (laughs) So this is going to be the bride of Frankenstein sort of retelling. Uh, And who's going to be starring in this film? Scarlett Johansson. Uh, My girl. So, yeah, so she's going to be starring in this film. And she just said in a little statement that she's really looking forward to recreating this film, you know, in the sort of modern setting and uh, reinvigorating this character. Uh, This film's going to be directed by uh, Sebastian Telejo, I think the name is, Sebastian something anyway. Uh, But he directed a film called uh, A Fantastic Woman, uh, and it's a film about a transgender woman who. Yeah, in uh, Chile. I've seen it. Yes, yeah, it's yes yeah, a Chilean film. That's what yeah, right.
1: yeah. you're going to know. <laughs> yeah, it's Obviously so funny. I watched that movie last year. Oh my God, when you said the name, I was like, oh my God, that name rings a bell. Yeah, a fantastic woman. Yeah, Una Mujer Fantastica. Yeah. Ah. Sí, <laughs> señor.
0: Yes. See, so it's, it's Sebastian, L- uh, uh, can't say Laleo. L- yeah. Laleo. Yeah, That's yeah. the name. Yeah. That's so, it. Yeah. And also going to be, uh, bride is going to be, uh, written by, uh, what's her name? Lauren Shuka Bloom, And oh. she, uh, was responsible for all the writing or most of the writing on Orange is the New Black. So you can kind of see the, the, sure. you know, the dynamic that they're trying to, they're trying to set up here. So you've got a, you know a, a, a world. A world, a world star in mean, Scarlett Johansson, a uh, world female star, I should say, actually. The film is called Bride and it's only called Bride. Frankenstein's not mentioned. We've got a writer who's written award winning Oranges is a New Black, which is a, a, a dominantly uh, female cast and storylines. And you've got a director who uh, made a, a great film about a transgender woman. So yeah. you can see this film is very, very, very much going to be empowering. Uh, the female character. So yeah, this should, this should be out. Uh Well, I don't know when it's going to be out, but when it's going to be out, we'll let you know.
1: We'll let you know. And just on that, the Bride of Frankenstein, the original one, I mean, I didn't even know this. It came out in 1935. Shit. Were they making movies in 1935? Of course they were. So yeah, 1935. <laughs> and um yeah, man, when you look at the poster for it, the hairdo, everything, man, it looks mad. It looks mad. So yeah, yep. so this should be pretty good. now, now, <laughs> I, You know what, right? I Bruce Willis, for me, I think, right, Bruce Willis, he's a great actor. He's been in some great movies. And, you know, the suspense and the horror, the, well, the one that obviously stands out for me is um, Sixth Sense. Because remember, yeah. DeGardo, yeah. he was in that movie, um, M. Night Shyamalan. And there was this huge twist at the end, if you haven't seen it, oh my God, where have you been? And then on the other side of that, he's been involved in these action movies, Die Hard movies. He's been in The Expendables and he's been in Red and he's, he's done loads of stuff, right? <clears throat> but <laughs> Devout, is he coming back for another Die Hard? Like, please, no. Oh, this is, mate, is this happening or what? Mate,
0: mate. How many Die Hards? Die Hard 1, obviously the best one. Yes. Die Hard 2 was actually really good as well. It was so good. Go. I, liked, I loved it. Die 2 was okay. Die Hard 3 was really good, wasn't it? Die Hard yes. was a vengeance. Yeah. I Die Hard one. 2 did have the good... Uh, snow airport white sort of suits
1: yes that was it <laughs> that
0: was kind of, of reminds me of like on, on N64 and it Call is. of Duty <laughs> but uh, yeah Die Hard yeah long story short Bruce Willis is, is meant to be coming back in another Die Hard I mean obviously he's not dying hard enough if he keeps coming back <laughs> So these villains need to uh, maybe the villains need to get together and all kill oh him you know because gosh. this guy just ain't dying Don't John McClain
1: Hmm. John McClane.
0: Oh, I, I thought his wife would have killed him already. She, <laughs> she's uh... a
1: <laughs> yeah, because they had, they had like a bit of this iffy relationship, didn't they?
0: Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But uh, yeah, so I'm not sure when it's going to come out, but I can imagine that you know they've offered him a big check. And we know how how Bruce Willis will only, only get out of bed for a big check, you know exactly. that, isn't it? uh So yeah, I mean, there was Die Hard One, Die Hard Two, Die Hard uh, Three, Revengeance. There was. Oh. Uh, Die Hard 4.0 or something or Die Hard That was it 4.0 uh, That it's, was it been a And
1: then the one where he has to go to Russia with his son and then his yeah. son was Boomerang
0: Yeah exactly yeah and Varo from Spartacus Yeah But uh, yeah it, it, oh, I don't know man I don't know just let the guy die let him die actually <laughs> die
1: or yes. listen if you're going if you're going to make it like go back to the roots and make it kind of like gritty and make it you know make it what it what made Die Hard movies mm, like mm. Really, really special but just on this do you you know after Die Hard came out I remember this in 1988 there was a spate of all these kind of uh, you know action movies and then you know you yeah. when when someone said to you oh tell me about this movie all you had to say was oh it's Die Hard on a plane or Die Hard on a ship mm, people yes, knew exactly so what true. it was
0: that is so true because that kind of, that just, I don't know, it broke the mold, isn't it? And it yeah. created a new mold that everyone everyone else tried to replicate. Yeah. In the vest... The the, the, Nak- the Nakatomi Plaza. Nakatomi, on, welcome man. to the party, pal. Plaza. That's a gangster name.
1: Oh, that, thing, <laughs> that is brilliant. And before
0: um, that, he was in Moonlighting, that TV he show. He was in
1: Moonlighting with, with uh, Sybil Shepard.
0: Exactly. So he wasn't really an action star, you know?
1: Nah, no, 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 no. Exactly. That's why people loved him. All right. So, yeah, hopefully good things will come out of uh, the whole Die Hard stuff. And we will keep you informed on that one. Now, let's move on to... Some robots in disguise, so transformers, what's going on? Is anything happening with that? or no? Is this something completely different? Well, master, we have the energy <laughs> cubes, and we are going to create a new vision. <laughs> I am um, Soundwave.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: Sorry. Everyone oh, <shit, laughs> can
0: hear me in my house. They're thinking, what is yeah, this what guy doing? What the hell doing? is going on? you know what? I love Soundwave. Soundwave is my favorite transformer. In my house, I've got a big picture of Soundwave. Yeah. And he is just the one. He's gangster. He doesn't say much. <laughs> he just goes in a corner, changes into like a tape recorder, and he listens to you. That's yeah, it. He listens it, to you. and he flies away with a vulture. Or if he needs to like run away, he'll turn into a little panther this guy is so versatile. Everyone needs a, everyone needs a everyone sound needs, wave.
1: Everyone needs a sound exactly.
0: wave. Exactly. If he was around now, he'd be Bluetooth though, wouldn't he? he can just like, <laughs> you know, <laughs> like, sound wave, play Drake.
1: <laughs> <laughs> That'd be awesome, man. Yeah, right That'd be true.
0: brilliant. God's plan. God's <laughs> plan. <laughs> tell you uh, about Megatron's, Megatron's <laughs> plan. Um, uh, sorry, what's the question again? Oh yeah. Oh what's yeah.
1: yeah. What's going on? It's Transformers, what are they doing? Are they working on something, or are they working on something new? Yeah,
0: yeah. So Transformers producers, uh, I think that's Paramount, isn't it? Yeah, uh, and uh, and also I think it's also a legacy studio who also work on the stuff to do with Godzilla and stuff like that. You know, Godzilla's got a whole franchise with King Kong. Yeah, they're all getting together, and they're looking on bringing well bringing back. Buck, Buck Rogers. Yes, you oh. heard Rise. Is Buck Rogers the one that goes... Biddy, 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 that's biddy, the one.
1: That is the one. <laughs> yeah, I remember that. Oh, my yeah. gosh, man.
0: So, yeah, a modern update on Buck Rogers. He's the one that was a miner in, back in the day, yeah? And he was frozen in time, was he? Then he came... That was it. He was 500 years or something.
1: Twenty in, To the twenty Buck Rogers in the 25th century. Oh, my oh, gosh. Yeah, yeah. And, and he it, was all
0: all like, it only lasted revenge. a
1: couple of years. It wasn't like as if it lasted like you know, a long, long time, but it's that this show is like, it touched kind of like a lot of people. And I remember watching it, um, like later on in reruns, because obviously I was too small when it first aired, I think it was like in the late seventies, but I remember l- late years, years, years later, they w- showed it on TV and mm-hmm. watch it. Yeah. But yeah, man, it sounds, sounds decent. It sounds like as if this could be fun.
0: Yeah, it could be fun. And I think, you know what, like a lot of these old school shows, I mean, they, I mean, look at Dune, Dune's coming back, isn't yes. it? Night Dune's Rider. Back. I know that's a film. But uh, did you say Night Rider's coming back?
1: Night Rider's coming back.
0: Oh my gosh. Yeah. You see, I mean, yeah, I think a lot of these old school, because there's, there's something about the old school that has a nostalgic place in yeah. people's hearts. Even the youngsters, they they kind of, you get a lot of these youngsters going to these old school raves and a lot of them weren't even born then, but they come They somehow feel it, you know? And How they, do they
1: know it?
0: I don't know. Maybe it's their parents. Maybe it's TV shows. Maybe it's music. Something Something has a hold on them from the old school. And I think Hollywood has mm. realized that look at Stranger Things. I mean, a lot of people that oh, like Stranger man. Things weren't around 80s in the nostalgia. 80s. It's nostalgia. Yeah, they, 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 they dig that 80s feel, you know? So,
1: yeah. Yeah. But
0: just yeah. come back, Knight Rider, just make it good. Don't just, you know, I, hope, I hope they can make it good and relevant, just not, you know, shit. That's what I asked for.
1: That's exactly, don't make it, shit, put that on the poster. Um, Uh Now, this next one, I don't know who this is, and maybe I've kind of missed something, but yeah, Captain Janeway, what the hell is this?
0: Oh my gosh, Uh, Captain Janeway. She's actually my my brother's favourite Star Trek captain.
1: Let me uh, me just search for it. Oh, right, okay, yes, now I see, okay. So she's from uh, Voyager.
0: Yes, from Voyager, which aired in 1995 to 2001. Uh, and yeah, Captain Janeway, uh, she's set to be returning in a new Star Trek series called Star Trek Prodigy. Ooh. So this is gangster. We saw Cap- Jean-Luc Picard return yep. in, uh, what was that one called again? That was just called Picard, Picard wasn't it? On yeah, Amazon. Become, that's right. Yeah, Picard. And uh, we've seen, and obviously, Discoveries come back, but that's a new, you know, a new uh, crew, a new cast. But Captain Janeway, yeah, she's, she's meant to be gangster. I actually never, I was never a Voyager person. I was a next generation person. Me too. But uh, from what I understand, she's gangster. And when she needs to get shit done, shit gets done. Shit gets happening. So, yeah. (laughs) So, it's either either Way or The Highway. So,
1: (laughs) 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 shit. (laughs) It's a great one. Janeway or The Highway. Okay, cool. Okay, cool. Nice one. We'll we'll put that one on on Instagram. I'm not sure
0: when it's coming, uh, but yeah, it's going to be coming sometime soon, I think. So, yeah, let's see what happens, man.
1: Yeah, a couple of episodes. We said that apparently Paramount Pictures, they were kind of leaving the the movie Star Trek stuff and they were going to be focusing Mm. on. On the TV stuff, and don't forget there's going to be a new Star Trek show called Brave New Worlds. That's going to be coming oh. out. Yes, there's that one wow. coming out. And there's rumors of um Liana Troy and um number two from end, um Star Trek the Next Generation, they're gonna have their own spin-off oh, show. Councillor Troy.
0: Counselor Troy. I
1: she was she's a British actress, wasn't she?
0: Oh, is it? Oh, okay.
1: Yeah, she oh, was, man. you know, who, yeah, man. I had, I had a crush on uh, the doctor crusher, man. She, I don't know, why, the,
0: the, like, crush you know, on crusher, <laughs> exactly. Yeah, and, and with her son Wesley crusher uh. as well. <laughs> <laughs>
1: he crusher. was like a wethead, you know, like, he's always like his face used to make me laugh, like, you know, yeah. <laughs> but do you
0: know what? I just found out literally as we speak, and I, what I, I did not know. Did you watch Oranges in the Black? I know we just mentioned it. No, not lines. all
1: of it. No, no, I've never not seen it. No,
0: there's a character in it called Red yeah and she's uh, like a Russian uh, prisoner in the show all this time I didn't know that was Janeway that was uh, oh. that was Captain Janeway and now I look at them oh, so I did I, do you know what she's a, she's a great actress I had no so, idea I've I'd been watching her on Orange is Black and I had no idea it was her and that's wicked because she's that's gang- been
1: on for that. how many seasons did that run for
0: oh about seven I think six, six wow. or seven I think it was wow I had no idea that, that was her and she was Russian the whole time
1: yeah, she's gangster. All right, cool. Well, we'll keep it posted yeah, yeah, on that one. Yeah, yeah. Uh right, this next piece, right, this is this is interesting because look, we had kind of murmurings and there's these things that I've read online about Deadpool. Some people are saying, look, you know what, it's not going to happen. Uh some people are saying, no, it is going to happen, but they're going to maybe uh, do this kind of R-rated section for for disney and maybe it comes out like you know or not on disney plus but maybe like on hulu or something like that but mm. uh devourer is deadpool are they thinking of making the deadpool 3 or or what
0: yeah talks are happening you know uh reportedly uh, ryan reynolds has been spotted and he's he's mentioned he's had chats with marvel and it seems like they're actually developing uh deadpool 3 and 4 simultaneously i think oh. and i think you know, there's, there's been a massive gap Deadpool 1, 2016, massive hit. Deadpool 2, 2018, again, good, but not as good as the first, but it was still good. And two years later, we've got nothing. Mm. Next year, we're not getting anything. So they better give us two, you know. They they better (laughs) give us two. So, yeah, I'm not surprised that this is actually being reported uh, to be developing as we speak. I'm not sure how far they are, uh, whether the scripts are down or whether they're, you know, doing pre-production sort of stuff, casting, but... I'm sure once uh, you know, news comes out, we'll be the first people to let you know.
1: Exactly. And obviously a lot of people are still waiting to find out if there's going to be an X-Force movie as well, because obviously they they kind of hinted at that. They kind of thought maybe this is something that could happen. Maybe Cable, he, mm. you know, he, he goes off and he has his own little spin-off movie, which I think will be great as well. So yeah, we, we don't know what's going on, but um, they are working on things behind the scenes. Now, this is interesting, Devaldo, What did you make? Okay, were you first of all? Were you a fan of Iron Fist on Netflix?
0: No, nah, Iron Fist for me, for me was the weakest of the Netflix Marvel series. Uh, you know, uh, Luke Cage and Daredevil and Jessica Jones. Iron Fist was the weakest one, uh, yeah. and he his fighting wasn't all that. He was a bit of a you know wet towel, <laughs> or whatever you want to call it. Yeah, uh, but I liked uh, his his partner. What's her mm. name? Jessica. Come with Ch- uh, her name. Uh, uh,
1: Fenwick uh, Chadwick. Yeah
0: something for Jessica Fenwick or something, but the one yeah. that was in game of Thrones. So yes, she, that was it. I think she should take over the mantle, but yeah, from what I understand, yeah, I mean, so, uh, I understand that they're coming back. Iron Fist is coming back, you know, because ah. we spoke about it a few, maybe two weeks ago, you know, Marvel sold the rights to Netflix and then the yeah. rights expired. And yeah, so the rights are now expired for Netflix and you just know that the rights are going to expire for uh you know, for Daredevil Uh, Daredevil, and and, uh, Luke Cage, the rights will then return back to Disney. So then they'll have the power to make, to make it again. So from what I understand, yeah, they are going to be making it again, whether it's the same cast uh, for, for, for Iron Fist. I do not know because that was the weakest one. So if anyone's going to have a change of cast, it's going to be Iron Fist. I hope if the others come back, which I'm sure they will, I hope they can keep the cast on those ones.
1: Yeah, that would be interesting just to see. I mean, I did like, though, having said that, right, I, I totally agree with what you said. I did like, though, at the end of Iron Fist, if you haven't seen this, this is a huge spoiler, where, um, where Iron Fist, where Danny Rand, he he and his brother, or are they brothers? I can't remember if they're brothers or not, but they go off and they, I've, I've forgotten, what what was, they're going on a journey to find something, aren't they, or something? I can't remember.
0: Oh, yeah, they go to, uh, they go somewhere to find, is it the dragon? The thing, think they
1: go to find the dragon and then
0: like a mystical place between worlds or something like that.
1: Yeah. And then uh, Danny, he seemingly has the power to he, remember he pulls out the guns, those guns.
0: Oh yeah. And I think the bullets then have the, did the, the, the bullets the have power or something? Or something. Then, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then, and then the girl, she had some sort of power, didn't she?
1: Exactly. So I don't know, the way they left it, obviously they've left it open, like, you know, for for stuff to happen. But yeah, man, it'd be interesting to see what happens and, you know, hopefully they can, um, you know, retell or kind of continue that story. But keeping it with Marvel, let's check this out now. Shang-Chi, or to give it its full title, Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings. So uh, if, if you've kind of not been been around folks, this is Marvel's first project with an Asian lead and it stars a uh, Chinese Canadian actor called Simu Lu. And um, he's going to be playing this martial arts superhero. And check this out. So principal photography has finished in Australia. I mean, I didn't even know about this. Why didn't they let me know? And um, it's, it's basically, yeah. So obviously you might not know this, but in Australia... parts of Australia haven't been, well, a lot of Australia haven't been affected by COVID as much as, say, for example, the UK or, you know, the United States and stuff like that. So maybe they could get away with you know filming in certain areas and so this marvel movie has finished the principal photography what usually that you know what usually means is that you know the filming hasn't ended yet they they stop principal photography then they maybe stop for a bit they they work on that footage and then they say right okay now we're going to go over to this next place and then maybe you know have like a, extra days or extra weeks or, or months of or, or more filming and then you know they start putting this together and then there's post production and then you know what? I don't, I don't know. When, do you, Devad, do you know when we're going to be seeing this? It was supposed to
0: be in early 2022, like February, I believe. Yeah. So let's see if that's still the case. <laughs> exactly. I mean, we were supposed to have it, uh, when was it supposed to be? It was supposed to be February 2021. That's looking like a year later.
1: Right. Or something okay.
0: like that. You just <laughs> never know now, isn't it? Everything's always delayed, so... Exactly. It'll
1: be out when it's out. It'll be out when it's out. And just for, just for, you know, for the nerds out there, just in case you want to know. So Shang-Chi was created by Steve Englehart and Jim Starlin. And, um, his father was, uh, like this villain, this, this villain called Fu Manchu. And then he rebels against his father who, who then kind of like, you know, becomes a superhero and does the opposite of what his father wants to, you know, who wants to rule the world and everything. So yeah, interesting story. So we'll, we'll keep you posted on that one, but now let's move on to dc now Devada, what what dc news have you got for us
0: yeah so we know uh zach schneider is working on his schneider cut of the justice league <laughs> and uh, we know there's been like uh lots of r- rumors and a few leaks and a few trailers of what's going to be happening we all know it's going to be uh four episodes on hbo max uh, in 2021 so we're gonna get a lot more than what we got in the movie version but they are all uh, filming Extra scenes. We're gonna get a lot of extra scenes from everyone basically. They've all come back to film a lot of stuff. All the main stars are coming back to film it some stuff. I heard Joe Mangeleng manja manja, whatever, mangelego.
1: Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Manjellego. <that. laughs>
0: Joe Mangelello, is that his name? I think so. He's meant to be coming back to film extra scenes. But also Jared Leto is also confirmed Ooh. now to film some extra scenes. Uh, so yeah, this is gonna be something
1: big <laughs> yeah I, I i remember an interview where he said he felt let down by the studio yeah. because they filmed a he apparently he filmed a lot of joker stuff and then in the end they cut it down uh, you know for the suicide squad and uh for his stuff and you know he wanted to do lots more stuff so yeah it's going to be interesting just to see kind of like what happens how that all plays into it because obviously he's not done with the you know playing the Joker. He probably still wants it, wants a bit more. And remember folks, we still got to see a Morbius film come out of him yet.
0: Yeah? Oh man. The Morbius, Morbius <laughs> film, according to the original timeline, was supposed to be out now or even, Shit. no, no, it was to be out in July. Sorry. We, we, we should have already seen it, reviewed it. And, and- You know, downloaded it. So (laughs) by now, (laughs) by now, we should have have been all over that film. And right now, we should have had uh, Venom. Venom 2 should have been out now. Yes. Yeah, man. I don't know what's going on now.
1: Exactly. All right. Let's speak about this movie now. This is bad. Uh, well, bad in a good way. I'm saying. So yeah. So um, Fast and the Furious. Devoto, is there an end in sight for this franchise? This should be called the Never Ending Story. <laughs> this is funny. <laughs>
0: but uh, yeah. So Fast and fra- Fast and Franchise. Fast and Furious. The franchise is set to end. So they've actually said there's going to be an end. We're wow. still waiting for Fast 9 to come out. Yeah. That was originally supposed to be out earlier this year, but obviously it's been cancelled until 2021. Uh, and then uh, they've announced said it's going to be two more, Fast 10 and Fast 11. I don't know why they don't end it on a round number, but hey, I, I guess know. they've got two more films. But these films, they gross a billion each time easily. So this, this is a big moneymaker for them. So the fact they're bringing it to, to, to an end, I think it's quite admirable because at least they want to end on a high, hopefully. Yeah. But they are saying that the spin-offs will continue, so Hobbs and Shaw will return, and who knows? Who knows who else might get a spin-off? But yeah, uh, yeah do you expect to see more of the Fast and Franchi- Fast and franchise, Fast and Furious <laughs> franchise in one way, shape, or another.
1: Yeah, exactly. All right, okay, that's cool. That'd be interesting. And what do we know? Do we know anything about like any any future spin-offs? Like you know, because I know Hobbs and Shaw's no. that did really well.
0: That did really well with Justin Lin, the director of uh, a few of the Fast and Furious uh, movies. Now, he's just said that there's going to be spin-offs, but they're not going to confirm right now what's going to happen after 11. But they're just letting us know that, yeah, it's just, you know, expect to see three more films. Fast nine already in a bag, already made. And I guess they've had, they've had time to work on another two. So or plan another two. So, yeah, that's all we've got so far.
1: All right, okay. Uh, I what you want, man, 11 film. Come on. <laughs> I know, man. This is crazy. <laughs> crazy, man. All right, let's move on. Let's move on. I want to speak about this one. So, uh, Jamie Foxx and uh, Netflix, mm-hmm. apparently they are going to be reteeming back. And remember, uh, maybe about a month ago we watched a uh, Project Power which was this kind of yeah. Uh, superhero su- superpower-inflected kind of like movies starring Jamie Foxx and um uh, Gordon Jones uh, Gordon, Gordon Bennett, uh, Gordon, Gordon uh, Joseph uh, yeah, that's it, Gordon <laughs> and Joseph uh, Levitt. And, you know, it, it, I, I think it did really well for Netflix. So what they've decided to do is they said, look, Hey, Jamie, come back on board. We've got a project for you and we want you to play, check this out. Um, a hardworking blue collar dad who just wants to provide a good life for his quick witted eight year old daughter, his mundane san fernando valley pool cleaning job is a front for his real source of income hunting and killing vampires Uh, it's called day shift which is kind of cool and it marks the directorial debut of one jj perry who apparently was a second unit director and stunt coordinator on john wick The Fate and the Furious, Bloodshot and John Wick. So, um, so, yeah, so he's worked on those movies. And John Wick uh, director Chad Stilheski is going to be producing on this movie. So um, I imagine it's going to be action. It's going to be martial arts. It's going to be, you know, a great sounding soundtrack. It's going to be like bone crunching. It's going to be all those vampire tropes that you've probably seen. And it could be a bit of comedy thrown in there as well. So, yeah, man, I'm up for this. Fox, Jamie Fox, you know, vampire hunter. Why not man? Bring it on.
0: Damn, it's like blade, isn't it? But it's funny you say yes. that about the, uh, about the, uh, what's, the, what's his film called again? The one that he just brought out recently when that oh, was, Pro- project uh, power, project power. Yeah. It was one of the, it was one of the most watched films on Netflix, you know, wow. Off like the sort of top ones. You've got, uh, I think extraction. Yes. Is, I think the most, yeah, that's the highest one. Bird box is up there. Uh, even Enola Holmes is like the fourth highest, uh, yeah. I think, and also uh, Project Powers up there. I think that might be either third or fifth, one of them. And also Spencer International, the one with uh, Wahlberg. That's very high yeah. up there as well. Yeah.
1: Crazy. I know. If you go online, folks, you can see these movies. You can see the top 10 movies. And listen, out of those top 10 movies from Netflix, I think I've only probably seen about four or five. And, um, but yeah, man, Extraction, I got to say, was, I mean, yeah, we like, you know, we were fans of it on the show. So we, you know, we spoke about that. Uh, I think it was around about. Um, Oh, shit, I've forgotten what it was now. I mean, it's been so it far. Like
0: summertime. Yeah, maybe about June or something, maybe.
1: Exactly. All right, folks, go check those movies out and um, hit us up next week for uh, your next round of movie news. But before then, let's speak about Box It watches. what can people check out?
0: Yeah, so this week, I thought I would go a bit horror because obviously it's Halloween. And uh, both these films actually start with a H, so there's a, another connection to Halloween. <laughs> both these series, I should say. First one is Hellstrom on Hulu, and uh, we, we we spoke about this a little while ago. Hellstrom's Marvel character, uh, a bit like I guess you could call him like the Marvel's version of Damian. Uh, so he's meant to be, you know, born of the of the devil or a form of devil in the Marvel world. Uh, and Hellstrom is a guy called uh, Damon and his sister Anna. They're both born from sort of you know a demonic character from Marvel. And they both came out with some mad sort of powers. So this season, season one, it literally came out a few days ago. I blitzed it in two days, 10 episodes on Hulu. Yeah, literally blitzed it. I just watched it back to back. And uh, yeah, it's interesting. I mean, in this, it's very much a horror Halloween type of show. There's swearing, there's blood, there's decapitations, there's, there's all kinds of madness. So it definitely doesn't belong on Disney Plus at all. Who lose a place for this one? Okay. Uh, they 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 like literally it's it's an 18 or something, I don't know, 15 or whatever you call it. Uh but yeah, it's 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 an okay show. It's an okay show. I wouldn't, you know, I was a bit disappointed by it. I was expecting something a bit more. See how Daredevil is the sort of uh I don't know, the sort of feeling that you get from Daredevil, how yeah. you know serious consequences and it's a bit more that the writing's really, you know, top-notch and the drama, the action. A bit Spot more a polished yeah. series, yeah. A bit more polished, but this one, certain times I could just—I don't know—I could just tell they didn't—they didn't believe what they were doing. <laughs> Some of the actors, yeah. Or maybe it came across that way, but yeah, I didn't really—I wasn't fully convinced of what I was seeing. And you know, there's a lot of possession in this. There's a this—this this is a lot. This is very much like a demonic show. Is it? There's a lot of characters that are possessed. Yeah, I mean. Pretty much, that's what happens in this. People are possessed by demons and then they go off and do crazy stuff. And it's about, you know, Damon and his sister, Anna, to try and stop that. Right, but then, okay. They, they've also got dark sides to them as well. Especially the Anna. Anna doesn't ramp. Anna will, <laughs> she goes around and she will kill people that she believes are wrong. Oh. You know, so she doesn't mess around. Yeah, she's a bit like the Punisher. She'll just go ahead and kill people that uh-huh. have done wrong. So she's there to level the score. Damon's a bit more sympathetic, but... Together, they you know they, they they kind of balance each other out. Sure, yeah. But there's a lot of possession in this. Uh, yeah, it's just a bit. I think it was a bit weak in parts. Like, like 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 I said, some of the writing and acting didn't always convince me. There were some funny parts in it that didn't need to be funny that took away from the seriousness of the scene. I know Marvel likes to throw a bit of funny funniness in there, but come on, yeah. man, people are getting possessed you're going to be laughing yeah <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> you know what i mean <laughs> so yeah it's just, i don't know it's just, it just it was lacking if they I mean season two looks like it could be happening i hope they can iron it out and make it either you know make it a serious show or or just make it a funny show but just, yeah, just a bit, just in between with, at times. okay yeah
1: and where does where does hellstrom you know fit in with say for example a character like um ghost rider
0: yeah there was a link some of the characters in this are also characters in ghost rider ghost rider and hellstrom they kind of share a a sort of uh i don't know power base if you want to say that because you know ghost rider sold his soul to a form of you know devil or some yeah. sort of entity like that and i think hellstrom's uh dad or uncle or someone could be that person that ghost rider <laughs> sold his soul to say so i think there's a link but there's definitely some characters in hell in hellstrom that are also characters in daredevil sorry in uh in uh ghost rider yeah or you'd have to really know who these people are they don't right, really stand okay. out so it's yeah. a decent show you know it's not don't rush to watch it but if you if you want to want to get involved in it you won't be you won't be you know too disappointed i guess
1: yeah you know what the only thing is i think i've got so much stuff to watch on like netflix and amazon like there's so much stuff coming mm. up i'm not sure if i'll be able to fit this in but it's interesting it's good um yeah. You know, fans of, um, do, did you ever watch this program called uh, Lucifer on uh, Netflix? Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. No, no, sorry, no. I know of it, but I didn't watch it. But I know yeah. of it. I know. M- maybe fan, been, that, maybe
1: right. fans of Lucifer would might find this kind of interesting as well. So, yeah, yeah it'd be true. interesting. All right. Okay. What yeah. else can people expect to watch?
0: The next one we've got is called Hatchet. And I'll sort of fly through this one. But Hatchet's on Netflix. This one stars uh, Sarah Paulson. And uh, it's made by the same people that made American Horror Story. And mm-hmm. it's, uh, it's about a nurse, uh, Hatchet. Look at her name, Hatchet. I mean, hatchet. come on. She's going to be cutting people to shreds, isn't it? But <laughs> it's a bit of a weird one. I, I, I expected a, way, a a lot more. I expected a lot. I didn't know anything. I've never watched American Horror Story, so I, I don't know what that's like. But knowing that this was made by the same people, had the same lead actress, you know. Uh, it's also got Vincent D- D'Onofrio. He's in this as well. Is it? Okay. Uh, he, he plays a really good character, actually. <laughs> but. Uh, yeah. I thought it was going to be a lot more horror because the trailer depicted the horror yeah. and it just seems horror, hatchet horror. And it uh, it had horror moments, don't get me wrong, but it was like a love story, man.
1: Is it?
0: <laughs> like a, there's love and there's romance and there's relationships and it was too much of that for me. I wanted to see people getting, getting cut up chopped up, and shit, up or you know? something
1: <laughs> yeah. because she looks <laughs> great. See- <laughs> <I am. laughs> nice. Me and me and me too. But when you see the trailer, you kind of, what, the vibe that I got was this kind of like psychological, like horror, scary moments because she looks absolutely batshit crazy in this. And she's crazy in one flew over the, Cuck- the that character in one flew over the cuckoo's nest that where, where she comes yeah. from is, yeah. you know, kind of stems from that so I thought yeah she might be a bit crazy and they're doing experiments on people and stuff like that but I just had a look at this it's got Sharon Stone in this as well and um fans of uh, yes. Sex and the City Cynthia Nixon
0: yes Miranda yeah I don't know why I keep calling this story hatchet it's ratchet I, know I just caught myself <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah nurse ratchet yeah she is from one flu- her character does derive from one flew over the cookies nest and I don't know if maybe she uh was slightly changed for this. But she she is a, a weird character is in right. you know, she'll kill people as well for what she feels is the right reason. But yeah, it's just I don't know, it just didn't really land for me, man. I don't know. No, I, I, I there was too, too much emotion flying around. I I just wanted I wanted to see the the the, the, the more gore and more, you know, just more of that. Yeah. But no, no, no. Well, I you. Gotcha. That aside, even though it wasn't hundred percent for me, it was very well made the the the, costume, the acting all that is top notch like you said uh Sarah Paulson she's she's good in it uh Finn witchrock uh, who plays her brother he's a nutter he's good Cynthia Nixon she's good in it as well like I said uh, uh Vincent D'Onofrio he's gangster in this Sharon Stone is good in this as well they're all good yeah. you know I can't really cuss the acting Sophie Arconedo she's gangster in this <laughs> yeah. she plays this this uh mentally very very mentally uh uh, compromised character and she has multiple personalities which she plays really really well uh so acting is really good also do you know who's in it jeffrey from fresh prince oh my gosh yeah but yeah no it just wasn't fully for me but i don't know what for many people it's, it's it'd be for them so i'll say still go ahead and watch it on netflix
1: Okay, go check it out, folks. Um, now let's speak about what's new on streaming and some couple of trailers that we want you, to, you know, want you to go to and check out. But the first one, this is this has been a long time. Well, actually. Um 2006 know. 14 years man wow 14 flipping yeah. years since the first borat oh my god and i remember i watched that movie in the cinema and you know there was loads and loads of kind of like laughter gasps and things like that going on in that movie and yeah it was kind of it was really really funny i remember watching it um the one thing that for me the one thing that stood out for me was there's a bit in that movie where the bit where he takes a dump in like in new york city that, oh was, my god. that was hilarious Yes. <laughs> but yeah, so Borat 2, Devaldo, this is out. Mm.
0: Borat 2, subsequent movie, I watched it actually uh, on Amazon, literally just came out. And I thought I'd give it a go. You know what? Obviously, everyone knows who Borat is now. So when you know who they are and what to expect, it yeah. kind of changes the expectation. It raises the expectation. So for me, the whole movie, I'm not going to cuss it altogether, but the whole movie, it wasn't, it had, it had some dull moments, I'm not going to lie. But then they had some really clever moments. The sort of political uh, satire in this is on the next level. And something some some people won't get, but some things, when you really get it, it is really funny, but in a Mm. subtle way. Yeah. All the digs at politicians and what they do, Trump, uh, there's there's a scene with uh, Rudolf Giuliani. Yes. yeah. uh, And the scene is very controversial. I heard about the scene before I saw it. And then I saw it and I was like, oh my gosh. Is it, that, is it that mad? cringe? Is it cringe? It is. Yeah, it is. It's all cringe. I mean, this guy, I don't know how he, I don't know. Oh, I just don't know how to do it, man. Like, <laughs> I don't know how they do it, but it's mad. But,
1: I've got to watch it just yeah, for
0: that. It's just, but a lot of it is acting because a lot of people that they work, that they work, that they're working with, obviously there must be actors or, you know, whatever. So it, don't, don't expect it. Don't think it's all just like, you know, all sort of live. But yeah, some of the, like towards the end as well, there's a lot of good, like proper political digs, which are really, really funny. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, this was made during pretty much lockdown. I think they began filming it possibly just before March and they wow. filmed it. Yeah, they filmed it up until I think uh, June or something, I think, wow. July. That's August made even reason, man. so yeah it, it it was literally they they filmed it during lockdown and stuff you see people with masks and going to these covid-19 rallies and stuff and yeah it's crazy it's crazy so yeah i mean well done for getting a film made during lockdown and yeah. for releasing it on amazon which i'm sure you know is is a is a great move because otherwise yeah. no one, nobody would have seen it so amazon's bought it for how many millions i don't know but that's this film would have cost, you know, a small amount to make. When you see it, it's a, it's a cheap film. Honestly, Is they didn't it? spend, yeah, I mean, not that it looks cheap, but you just know that yeah, because, of the, because of the restrictions, they couldn't do certain things. So it had to be made on the cheap.
1: And what about people recognizing him? Is there a bit in the movie? Because yeah, someone said that they bit, recognize him.
0: There's a bit where they actually deal with that because we all know he's going to be recognized. And there's a bit, they, right at the start, where they, they, he asks himself that question and then you see how they dealt with it. But, uh. Uh, but yeah he, he he. apart from that throughout the film he does wear lots of different disguises so he doesn't look so he doesn't look like Borat right but yeah at the start he's getting chased down the road man everyone's
1: like oh Borat Borat <laughs> you know <laughs> Uh, I got to check it out. I I want to check this one. i yeah. The reason why I never watched it was because I was too focused on like you know all the horror stuff that we you know yeah, we've been talking yeah, about yeah, and stuff. Yeah, so I was yeah, just like yeah, shit. Yeah. yeah. But um yeah, yeah I'm gonna fit that in some ways. All right. Okay. Now um there's a trailer that's um that's just been released. This is gonna be a Netflix exclusive, and this is. The last movie of Sir Chadwick Boseman. And yeah, man, I mean, it's called Ma Rainey's Black Bottom. I saw the trailer Mm -hmm. and man, I wasn't expecting this. I, for some reason, I had a different picture in my head, Devaldo. So when I watched this, I was like, shit. Oh, right. Okay. So this now was Ma Rainey. Was this a real person? Yeah, real
0: person. She was known to be the mother of the blues. And uh, she's played by Viola Davis. I and mean, this is based in the sort of 1920 Chicago uh, blues sort of era. And her, her obviously, Viola Davis, uh, Ma Rainey, and her band, who uh, comprise of uh, Chadwick Boseman, among others, uh, they all, you know, making music, making blues, you know, in these smoky, dark, uh, you know, jazz clubs. Uh, but, you know, in that era, things were difficult for people of Ma Rainey's skin complexion. so. You know they they had to deal with a lot, uh, and in this film it talks about tensions uh, of, of 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 them making their music in that setting, uh, also with their management as well, who were a white management, yeah, and uh, there was tensions between them. So yeah, it was just a really really you know tough time to be trying to uh, you know express yourself with the music and also deal with uh, the management that are trying to obviously make money off you. But uh, not not giving you the freedom that you deserve. So, yeah, this is uh this is going to be a good movie. Uh, I think well acted. Obviously, Viola Davis is she's gangster, uh, and then obviously Chad, Chadwick Boseman's last role actually. So. Yeah. uh, This is meant to be out in December. So the trailer looks decent. So so go and catch that one.
1: Yeah. Produced by Denzel Washington. Yeah. Go check that one out. Let us know what you think. All right. This next one. Now, um, I was a bit unsure whether or not to kind of include this trailer in there, because obviously with, you know, we're speaking about kind of like horror movies, but then, yeah, this is a movie that I thought, okay, let me just kind of add this, but this, this movie is called Nine Days and check this out, right? The cast in this is crazy, right? Let me just tell you about this cast. It's got Winston Duke, Zazie Beats, Benedict Wong, Bill Skarsgård, Tony Hale. And I'm trying to f- still, I was just trying to figure out exactly how to describe what this movie is. And it's a science fiction film directed by a guy, uh, Brazilian guy called Edson Oda. And when you see this trailer, if you see this trailer, it's um, about this guy called Will who lives in an isolated house. In the middle of the desert, and he's interviewing candidates for the opportunity to be for the opportunity to be born. What? Will is interviewing people for the opportunity so that they can be born, and the oh process the, the process takes nine days. Hence the the title of the movie. Winston Duke, he's like a in this movie anyway, he he's like this. Got this kind of this gentle giant, and he's got this kind of understated performance coming through. And yeah, man, it does look. There's something about it. Something ethereal about it. Something kind of elemental about it. You know, they're in this kind of this place where. I don't know, they're forming memories. They're going to become um, something special, these, these candidates. And um, yeah, man, it, apparently this movie is going to be touching. It's going to be obviously science fiction. It's out of this world, apparently. So yeah, man, go check it out. It's called Nine Days. Let me know what you think about it because, yeah, man, I'm eager to watch it. The only thing is we've got to wait until flipping January 2021 to watch it.
0: Oh, man, you know, this seems, this, this seems like a bit of a Black Mirror kind of, you know, yes. film. It sounds decent. I'm looking forward to this one, man. This looks good.
1: So uh, if you do kind of uh, check out that trailer, let us know. Get in touch with us. Let us know what you think because, yeah, we'd love to talk about it. All right, let's speak about Anniversary Corner. And we said that we were going to ramp it up a bit for Halloween, folks. So the first movie that we're going to be speaking about is called Devil. Oh, my gosh. Mm -hmm. Devil, what? Like, Mm -hmm. Devado, man, it's like... um... Ah, uh, should nah. the, should 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 his name be be kind nah, of said lightly? I'm scared.
0: <laughs> this one was uh, written or co-written by M. Night Shyamalan. Yes, and this one is. Uh, it stars Chris Messina. Uh, it stars uh, Bokeem Woodbine. Yes, Logan Marsh, and Queen C- <laughs> from the Tupac video. Yes, yeah. Hey
1: uh, ain't mad at you
0: exactly but this this you know this is a really clever film you know it's about these characters are all trapped in a lift or elevator for you americans and in the lift the devil is among them but who the devil is you don't know again Mm. possession today's sort of theme halloween there's a lot of possession going on and in this in this lift you don't know who the devil is the devil is a lie as they say and the film mostly goes around the couches in the lift and they're trying to find out who each other are. And, you know, things start to happen one by one. They start to, well, I don't, know, I don't want to spoil it for you, but shit happens one by one. And you're not sure who the devil is until the end of the film. Oh, this film is deep. It's I did like this. I liked it as well. I did like this film. I, I, well. like this film. I went y- to the cinema. Oh,
1: exactly. Oh yeah, exactly. And I like that whole thing. Like, um, you know, that they're in this one location in a flipping lift. Mm,
0: exactly, like exactly. The most claustrophobic
1: <laughs> the most claustrophobic place that you get stuck in with other people and like you know, one by one someone's getting killed or someone's getting possessed and you know, the the devil is finding stuff out and you know you got to try and figure out who the hell is you know is is the person doing this sort of stuff so yeah man it's a great premise go check it out uh and that was from 2010 and the next this nicely leads up into the next one so the devil his work didn't end just there because in 2005 the exorcism of emily rose came out and devaldo this movie freaked. Now, out of the modern <laughs> type of movies over the last like fifteen, twenty years, lad, like, this movie really freaked me out, man. And it was Jennifer Carpenter. She plays the the titular character, Emily Rose, and she obviously gets possessed. She um, starts to inhabit. You know, obviously, crazy, crazy shit starts going on. And um, I've forgotten what his name is, but the priest is played by a British actor. Um,
0: Oh, what are you talking about? You're
1: talking about uh, Tom Wilkins Wilkinson. Tom Wilkinson. He plays the priest, and he conducts the exorcism. And then it's it's kind of like a, a courtroom drama, which is brilliant because I wasn't expecting that. And then it's it's, it's told in flashbacks, isn't it?
0: Yeah, and you know what? It's uh, the way it's told. I think creates even more horror because yeah. it's not just your standard horror in your face kind of. They're talking about real life. This is the real life story, by the way. Yeah. Based on the true events of Annalise Mikkel, a young German woman who was supposedly possessed. And, you yeah. know, the priest tried to exorcise her and unfortunately she did not survive the exorcism, you know, based on true life events so in the 1970s. This is,
1: people are do it, were doing this, like it was going yes, on.
0: Yes, 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 yes. So and the film, I mean... Oh, I refuse to watch this film again. I've seen it once and only once. It's yeah. on Netflix. I, I will not watch this film again. I won't do it. I will not the do it. Breaking bones.
1: Mm. Oh my
0: I, gosh. I won't do it. I won't do it. It's too deep. It is. The way, uh, there's a scene where her back bends, there's a scene oh. where she's looking in the dark, and yeah, it's just the way they talk about it. They talk about it from a, like a storytelling kind of way, which yeah. I think actually heightens the level of horror. When I mean, you tell it in a story kind of way, you know? Yeah.
1: There's a, this is for the life of me, seriously, there's a bit in the movie, I have to just speak about this, there's a bit in the movie where the clock stops always, I think it's like 3.02 in the morning, right? three oh two in the morning why does the flipping clock because apparently that's the the devil's hour or, or something like that and Devouter, i'm not joking right there were so many times right where i, I couldn't get to sleep and it was like three mm. o'clock in the morning man and i was just like oh my gosh this is no 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 <laughs> like seriously seriously, seriously. there's, there's a, derrickson,
0: it's scott derrickson uh, yeah well there Do- you go Doctor strange there you go
1: mm-hmm. there you go so listen if you have not seen this movie from 15 years ago go check it out do yourself a favor if you're a horror fan then obviously you should have seen it if you're not a horror fan and you know what right horror movies they they are exciting you know they your blood's precious is like you know starts pumping around go on a date well actually don't you can't go on a date at the moment but yeah watch it with like a significant other and you know jump into each other's laps um Mm -hmm. (laughs) <laughs> All right. Okay. So from 2000, from the year 2000, 20 years ago, this movie, even this, the title just freaks me out. Possessed. Just simple. Possessed. Possessed. <sighs> Devado. Possessed. Timothy, what, why?
0: Timothy Dalton, this one is. Timothy Dalton, uh, a.k.a. James Bond. Yeah, this, this is the film. Also stars Christopher Plummer as well. Uh, and yeah, it stars, well, it's about uh, the real life account. Of uh, 1949, a Catholic church exorcism in America. And oh, mates, I just don't like it, man. I don't like all this possession shit. Cause that's, this, that's what scares me because it's always meant to be on real life events. It's always meant to be relating to, you know, sort of real life religious, you know, uh, situations. And I just don't like it, man. This is what scares me. This is why I can't have mirrors in my room. <laughs> I, just, I just don't, I just can't, I can't do it. And can't do it. In this film, it's a child that's possessed. Ah, oh, it's even
1: worse. Yeah, man. It's yeah. like what, what's the kid done? What is the kid? It's like it's like the movie The Exorcist. is like a you know like a fifteen <sighs> year old girl. Like what? Yeah, I don't get it. That means that anyone can get possessed. Like it doesn't matter. Exactly you know you don't have to have done bad it's just going to happen you know that idea plays on your head so yeah so that's another movie called you know uh, about possession uh, called Possessed now this next one this is from 25 years ago and I was doing a bit I haven't seen this movie unfortunately but I was doing a bit of reading up on this and uh, this is a Spanish movie and uh, it's called the name obviously is you know scary as hell the day of the beast like and you know the biblical people out there will know that obviously in the bible the beast is the, you know the mark of the beast is triple six six six, and like you know he's he's called the beast and everything uh and in spanish el dia de la bestia and uh, this has got some really good reviews on this one devado
0: yeah it's got You know i was surprised i've not seen it, again i've not seen it as well but this one again links in with the whole sort of possessiony sort of you know, Halloween sort of theme, And this one's about, uh, yeah, this one's about a priest that teams up with a, another group, uh, black metal Africanando something. Yeah. <laughs> and an Italian, uh, connoisseur of the occult. So a group of people that understand the occult and spirits and stuff like that are trying to avert the beast coming onto the world oh and causing gosh. havoc. So you can imagine, it's like the expendables of the supernatural world <laughs> getting together, Get together. All the Avengers, yeah. <laughs> the Avengers, you know, getting Holy together. Shit. One with a you know a cross that can just help you know help them fly. Another one with you know other powers, and I don't know. <laughs> Let me not talk ill of anyone,
1: yeah. I, I, yeah, let's not bring ill to will. Come but,
0: yeah, yeah, just, uh, yeah. They're basically trying to stop the beast and uh, <laughs> to stop the day of the beast from happening
1: <laughs> oh shit man yeah all right so go check that one out uh from 25 years ago and listen it's it's in subtitles, so don't worry about it you don't need to be, get, be scared of it so the next one uh the haunting again this this is like one of the, another one of these haunting movies the haunting of More, Morella. 30 yeah. years ago man oh my god and the poster when you look at the poster man it's just like even that is just like creepy as hell, and um, the tagline is
0: you know, "Marilla looks alright." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, actually, she does. Uh, Marilla's uh, just draped in a few cloths, cloths, just all looking sultry.
1: And then, and then you've got this face, this scary thing coming out of I don't know the wall or whatever. But the tagline is "I still live."
0: Uh-uh. No, 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 no. Now, okay. over,
1: the, over the last couple of years, we've reviewed or we've spoken about a lot of these, you know, the haunting of Hill House, the haunting of Bly Manor, the possession of Deborah mm. Morgan, like, you know, all this sort of stuff, right?
0: Mm-hmm. The and haunt- the haunting of Babangida. <laughs> the haunting the of Babangida, <laughs> which is a movie that should be made.
1: <laughs> but the haunting of Morella Devaldo. what is this? Yeah, this one's about, uh, basically, this
0: is back in the sort of colonial kind of American days. Uh, a witch is put to death leaving her husband and her, her young daughter behind. Uh, 17 years later, the daughter has grown up and stands to inherit money uh, set up by her mother's family. Now the stage is set. The mother wants to return to life by taking over her daughter's body. So the daughter, so yeah, so the mother is That's That's kind of, that's kind of bad actually. Let your that daughter is. live. I mean, that's kind of selfish. Isn't it? Yeah. You know you've had your chance. you know
1: why why (laughs) haunt the daughter what what are you
0: gonna get out
1: done flipping hell
0: exactly that's been naughty actually but yeah so basically the mother was was said to be a witch she was put to death back in those uh you know salem witch trials or whatever it may have been and then she comes back to try and haunt her daughter's body uh so yeah this is a bit of a yeah, a bit of a haunting film, really. A bit of a haunting feeling. Oh,
1: gosh, man. Yeah, so if that's up your alley, then go check that one out. Any of those movies, if you if you need direction on where to get those movies, let us know, and then we will definitely put you in the right direction. Okay, now, let's speak about some movies. Now, is going to speak about this movie, which is in the theme of the whole possession thing and this movie i remember i watched it years ago i have it's been a while since i've last seen this movie so you know bear with me on this one but yeah deval you this is a movie that you've chosen because it's it's a movie that's kind of played on your mind when you watched it right is it is, is that right in me saying that
0: mate you are
1: <laughs> <laughs> this movie man just the... Ugh,
0: this movie martin scorsese personally included this movie in the top 11 scariest films of all time.
1: Oh my gosh. Yeah. Forget about it. Of
0: all time. And for me, this is definitely one of the top three for me. I refuse to watch this film again. Mm. I refuse. I Mm. will not watch this film again. Yeah. The Entity, 1982. Yeah. This film... Again, the real life events of a lady and her teenage son. Uh, this is in America, I believe it might be in uh, Los Angeles. Yeah,
1: even this just to hold
0: man. Is... It was in the, the late seventies. It took place, uh, and then the film was made in nineteen eighty-two. But yeah, this is one of the most extraordinary accounts of a sort of, you know. A, A poltergeist, I don't know if you want to call it a possession. Basically, this this ghost was tormenting this lady in her house, not just tormenting her by moving things around. It was sexually abusing her.
1: Oh, my gosh.
0: Exactly. This film, when you see the film, when you see the imagery, when you see the, the, the music, even just what I've just said about what the ghost is doing. Oh, mate. That's mad. I cannot watch this film again. This film, to me, to this day, I don't know, what I was younger when I watched it. So yeah, I guess my mind was in a different place and things are always going to be more scary. But I mean, I can't think of anything worse. I do not want to be exposed to something like this, even just to watch it. I don't care if, if, you know, if I mute it, I don't care if I watch the credits afterwards, see the special effects person. I don't care if, if it's just a film. It says based on true events. So that's all I need to know. Exactly. I'm telling you guys, yeah. I know we usually tell people watch this and watch that. We, we we give you recommendations. I'm telling you, if you want to sleep at night, I'm telling you, if you, if you value your peace of mind, do not watch the entity. Yeah, do not watch it. I'm I'm, I'm asking you to not not do this. Yeah, you know
1: you know to you know, say one thing. This one over this over now more than ever over this last like couple of weeks over this you know Halloween holiday period. Yeah. I've realised. You know, this, you know, within the whole horror genre, I've, I've had a new, newfound respect for horror movies. They're, they're amazing now. But within the whole horror genres, you know, you get the slashers, you get the kind of the comedy horrors, you get the gory ones, and, you know, you get the, um, the ghost ones, and then you get the possession ones. And you know what it is, Davado? You know, it's the possession ones, which mm. I'm scared of the most. Yeah. Like, like yeah. If, if, if I'm, like, I'm to being totally honest, this movie, right... There's a closing, there's a disclaimer, which at the end of this movie, which <clears throat> says that the lady in the movie, you know, her name's Carla and her family, they move to Texas and Carla mm. still experiences attacks from the entity, although they have lessened in frequency, severity. So at that point, so she's, there's this is person out there in the world who is going through this sort of stuff. And you know what, that is just like, it's just, that's horror, that's scary, That that's, that's, you know. Mm what more could you mm. say about that
0: mm. oh, <laughs> there was a remake in bollywood called hawa in 2003 that's based oh, on this film I as well it. yeah oh, i've not seen gosh. it i just i've just uh, read about it but yeah i mean this it's just oh, it's just not a nice it's not it's this yeah don't watch this film guys don't watch it please don't shit
1: I know, I watch know. It. at some point, I'm pretty sure at some point they are going to be making a digging going to probably do a remake of this. And, um, it's probably going to be just as scary and just as freaky that folks, that was the entity that was from 1982. And, um, you will pretty much be shit scared, uh, after watching that movie. Now, Let's change tack a bit. Uh, a little bit. I want to speak about this movie that I've recently watched and a lot of people were, you know, were telling me about this movie and it was on my list and I was like, okay, at some point I am going to watch this movie. This is called A Girl Walks Home Alone at Night. Bit of a mouthful. And, um, you know, about, about two, three episodes ago, I reviewed a, uh, an Iranian movie called, um, under the shadow, but well, mm. folks, this is another Iranian movie, but this is an American Iranian movie. It's in the Persian language in Pashto. It's set in a fictional city called bad city. And, okay. and it. it Although the characters are Iranian and they're speaking in in Pashto, in you know in Persian, when you see the movie, if you do see the movie, you're going to realize that this this is this is like some town in America because it's this mixture. It's such a weird thing that the director's done here. She's kind of mixed these two kind of cultures where it's 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 an American place with trains, with um, you know these oil rigs and you know these kind of these sweeping landscapes. But they they Iran the characters are all Iranian. So it is a subtitled movie. However, Oh my gosh, please do not let that put you off because this movie is, this really, this is a hidden gem. This, this is like, you know, yeah. yeah, I'm saying that this is, a hidden gem. this is kind of like rated like about eight out of 10 on like IMDB. It's like rated 96% on Rotten Tomatoes and the, the kind of the reviews that have been coming out of this movie for, you know, over the past, like, you know, you know, six years is absolutely phenomenal. So, like I said before it's set in this fictional town called Bad City and it's filmed it's shot entirely in black and white and that kind of lends to the whole gothic horror feel of the movie and it's about this person with no name we don't know what her name is and she literally roams the streets at night and she is a vampire so this vampire she roams the streets at night she meets these different characters she happens to fall in love with someone as well at the same time she's there's you know there's killing in there as well and it's the weirdest vampire flick and i say weird in a great way (laughs) because it's almost like a silent movie it's almost like as if it's like a western movie in the sense that um you got all these different influxes of um, like of the genres. Like there's there's moments of it where okay, this is actually quite like you know this is actually quite scary. Like this is like a, a horror trope that you that we're seeing, but it's um, it's done in a way which I I haven't really seen. It's similar in tone to Let the Right One In, and if you're a fan of Let the Right oh, One In. Yeah, yeah. This is going to be up your alley. This is definitely going to be up your alley. And again, I'm talking about the the Danish. I'm talking about the Danish one. Um, mm. So, if you're fans of that one, then you're definitely going to like the 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 vibe and the feel of this movie. And, um, yeah, man, it's directed by someone called uh, Anna Lily Amirpour. She's American-Iranian. Uh, she's um, born in Iran but grew up in America. She, I think she also spent time in Great Britain as well. And uh, the lead actress, the vampire, is played by an actress called Sheila Vand. She's great. She's this kind of this this music-loving vampire who doesn't really say much, but everything that you that you want to know about her you can get from her her facial expressions you know she's almost lost she's just as lost as the characters in the movie as well and um i tell you what man it's only an hour and a half long and um i don't think it's like anything that you've probably seen before and you know what how many iranian vampire vampire movies have you seen (coughs) none there you go. This should be the start. So folks, if you can track this movie down, I think you should be able to get this on the Rakuten. So if oh, cool. you, okay. yeah, so if you can, um, obviously win the Rakuten and Daval, will let you know how you can win one. If you can win that code, I would definitely recommend you can track this movie down. It's called A Girl Walks Home Alone at Night. If you're in America, you can catch it on Netflix. And in the UK, yeah, it's going to have to be something that you, you know, you're going to have to stump up, you know, a couple of dollars to a couple of pounds to kind of buy, but it's definitely worth it.
0: Oh, nice one. Thanks for that. Good review. Nice. uh, And a different film as well. Something international. Totally different. Uh, But yeah, I can confirm this is available on Rakuten and it's got a seven out of 10 in Rakuten, which is a good score. Yes. Uh, So yeah, if if you want to win this uh, as it's Halloween, let us know. Do continue to let us know what your most scary horror film is tell us about the horror film that you just won't watch again and uh, let us know on instagram or facebook or however you want to let us know and i will send you that rakuten movie code so there you go That's how you can win this
1: week. All right, folks. uh, We hope you enjoyed the show. And um, if there's any movie news that you're uh, interested in, get in touch with us. We will let you know about it. We'll speak about more movies over the next coming uh, weeks and months. And um, yeah, that's, that's all from me.
0: Peace out, guys. And don't forget to follow us on Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, and Twitter. Just pop in the Flicksters podcast.